Are you a bank? Do you lend your friends money? Because that's kind of like a bank. If so, you need a mascot. A bank mascot. Meet Mr. Oinky. He's a financially astute post-millennial banker. He is also a pig. You need Mr. Oinky to sell your financial products. Give us a call at 304-668-1004 to find out how Mr. Oinky can bring home the bacon for you. About midway through, I just kind of looked at him and was like, dude, why are you not cold? And he looks at me and goes, oh, I just smoked a bowl. I feel pretty good. <laughs> and I was like, oh. Well. And, and I was kind of just like, well, I, I don't know what to say to that right now. <laughs> you, you have a good night. You just give a thumbs up and yeah, go I was like, well, well, you have a good night, sir. Well, then. <laughs> Welcome to West By Pod. We're here. Yeah. <laughs> wait, wait. The podcast we talk about yeah, these, really nothing. These introductions are getting boring. Yes. Well, you know, we're talking about catacorns tonight, yes. I guess. You know, last week I kind of uh, went off the rails. I kind of uh, set fire to all things good and holy in Pendleton County. I was going to say, Pendleton County was nothing but a big smoke I just, blaze I right there in the background. Left the big smoking crater behind yes. me. Yes. But it's cool. I got to wear the sunglasses and walk away as it exploded. Uh, in slow motion? Yeah, in slow motion, yeah. yeah. Yep. No, I actually, it was funny because you were like, I heard all this stuff, and I'm, from my point of view, I was riding around, I was like, oh, I, I, I didn't hear a thing. <laughs> That's probably good. Yeah. Okay. Anybody else so, about about the logo on the bank and stuff like that? No. Because you know it's gotten back to all of them. Yeah. They're probably mulling it over. <laughs> you know, my thing is, I'm, I'm just trying to stop them before they order like $10,000 worth of materials that have this, that logo printed on it. Yeah, yeah. Literally every night I've been going home and Martha and me have been like, so you want to watch some Star Trek? And we just sit around and we're like, all right, I'm going to bed. And that's been literally my existence for last week. It's been putting a six-year-old to bed. I don't know, and I'm sure you have this with Hazel, but it seems like it's a negotiation from immediately when it's like, well, it's bedtime, let's go ready to get ready for bed, to like half an hour later, and I was like, please, just brush your teeth. I yeah, beg you. It, it eventually goes to, go to bed right now! Yes, yes, <laughs> until the top of that, and then with a, you're mean, well, you're meaner, and then all of a sudden, Martha's like, who is the adult here? And I'm like, she started it, and she knows what she's doing! <laughs> and Martha's like, Okay, uh, Mary, just go to bed. And Jason, uh, you need to go down. Just uh, relax a little bit here. I was like, it's not fair. And I just walk away. She's just like, you hurt my feelings. You hurt my feelings. Like, well, maybe your feelings are too weak. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. You and your feeble feelings. Yeah. Marion is so obsessed with wanting things exactly how she thinks they should be. And she it drives her crazy when something else is going and it's not the way she thinks it should be. Apparently, well, there was a big dispute over Unikitty, which apparently the brand name's Unikitty, but the actual things are called... Yeah, the actual unicorn cats are called catacorns. Catacorns, thank yeah. you. I couldn't think of what they're called. That's what Hazel calls them. Catacorn. Well, yeah. Marion knows that. So Marion and Hazel, apparently, I, I, I seriously <laughs> doubt Hazel's really doing this, but I, I assume Marion has been just freaking out because it's, no, it's Unikitty. It's Catacorn. Unikitty. Catacorn. And it's almost getting to the point, I finally told Mary, and I was like, people can call it whatever they want to call it, Mary, yeah. and it's okay. Now, now officially, Unikitty is her name. Yes. And Unikitty is a catacorn. Exactly. So nobody's actually wrong. No one's wrong. But to Mary, and she doesn't understand that, she assumes because the thing's called Unikitty, they all are Unikitties. And I'm just like, wow. We are having a conversation about unicorn cats. Yes. Unicorn that's fun. Oh, yeah, it's part of the... Look at where we are in life. Yeah, look at... It's, 
it's it's part of the fun's like um when dad and and mom are raising me and they're like uh jason we don't want to talk about ghostbusters anymore i'm sure they're like yeah yeah i get a guess i get a guess we don't we uh i'm great it's a great show love the show but we're tired of talking about Ghostbusters. Can you just go outside yeah. and play like normal kids? I'll say they, they tolerated the Ghostbusters and they tolerated Ninja Turtles. Yes. Um, the Simpsons is where they were like, shut the hell up about the Simpsons. See, I was never allowed to watch the Simpsons. <laughs> I, we, we were banned several times. I was told the Simpsons were so dirty. And now I went back and watched those episodes. I'm like, oh, this is mild. Because my adult cartoon I got on was, was South Park. Uh, okay. And that was like pre-college, right? Yeah, there. If, if if you start with South Park and go back to The Simpsons, there's no comparison. Well, and it's funny because then you go watch cartoons today, like Rick and Morty. Mm-hmm. And Rick and Morty, forget that. What was the uh, pickle and peanut? Oh, that's a kid show, even. That is a true kid show, and there are so many perverted adult references. Well, 90s Nickelodeon was the same way. Yeah. Rocco's Modern Life. Uh, I guess we just the, didn't realize the, it. I guess because I didn't start, because wa- we didn't have Nickelodeon as kids, so yeah. I didn't start watching Rocco until I was a teenager, and yeah. I, you know, I didn't pick up on everything, but but uh, I was clearly sensitive to a lot of what was going yeah. on there. Yeah. Well, you knew it was funny, you knew it was cool. Yeah. And and, and the only time, and, and it's like Ren and Stimpy. Remember Ren and Stimpy? Yeah. Ren and Snippy, I, I remember being at my grandmother's house, and my cousin came over, and I remember us sitting there watching this one episode. They get picked up by this RV guy, and the joke of the episode, I remember, is they're sitting there, and it's like, hey, guys, would you like to have something to eat? And they're like, sure. Oh, well, over here, we've got raccoon, and over here, we've got deer, and over here, we've got snake, and it's all food from what they've hit with the RV. It's all roadkill. <laughs> and it's funny because each of the plate they show you it's got a slightly um, like the, there's something wrong with the food. It's been hit. This <laughs> is the problem and stuff. And I, and I remember me being younger not getting the joke. And my older cousins laughing like crazy at it because they thought it was hilarious. And I laughed at the stupid stuff. Yeah, exactly. But I did not get oh, that's roadkill. And yeah. that is not you know a good thing to eat. First one in Rocco that I really was attuned to was he was on a date or somebody was on a date, and they go through this tunnel of love, <laughs> and and of course they you know they're holding hands or whatever, and they they come on the other end and they're still holding hands. The boat behind him comes out and the guy sitting there by himself with this big grin on his face. <laughs> I'm like, no, <laughs> no they didn't. Ah, <laughs> uh, uh, good times. Yeah. Anyways. So anyway, so so in my in my haste to uh, the rant and rave and, and go insane, I, uh, I forgot the most important topic that I wanted to talk about. What was that? I wanted to talk about bounce houses. What bounce houses? Yes. Okay. Because we had a birthday party the other week. Yes, yes, we when did. It was um, butt ass cold. It was indoors, so you know. Yeah. We, yeah. we didn't bounce. Can't imagine bouncing on. Outside in one of those in sub-zero temperatures. Would yeah, be, I would. I would think uh, you'd be like bounce, bounce yeah. through, the, through the. Or more or less, I bounce three times. It's like you know what, guys, I can't really breathe out here when I jump up high with the uh, with the bounce house here. So that's a little too cold for me right here. It was Miss Marion's birthday, so she Martha looked online and was like, "What do you want to do?" And I, you know, last year we did a little pizza party. This year she wanted to do something different, and I'm actually glad we did it because you know it was actually cheaper. To do the bounce house, which surprised me. I didn't think we were going to get that. Well, we went to this little, it's called Pump It Up. It's in Harrisburg. It's not bad. Uh, but you go in and they do these weird, they do these corny little safety rules and all this kind of stuff that no one seems to care <laughs> they, about. They, they didn't follow whatsoever. Yeah, they were like, don't do this and don't do this and give it one time. And I'm like, okay. And then the guy is over there playing on his cell phone while we go jump to the bounce house. <laughs> the thing, yeah, the thing that cracked me up is like, 
respect the the weight limits. R- weight limits, and, and I and, and I went up to him. and I was like, "Hey, I'm like way over on the weight limit." He goes, "Knock yourself out." And I was like, "Oh, okay." Yeah, so, so, so a lot of the weight limit was forty pounds to two hundred fifty pounds. Yeah, and well, several people in our group were definitely not in the two hundred fifty pound range. And, and on the flip side, Hazel is actually under forty pounds. Yeah, and, and of course she was like jumping on everything. She just, was on everything. So. Yeah. So what the funniest one was there was there was multiple bounce house things you can go through. There's one that you can do like a basketball bounce. There's one where you can jump on some big bubbles and, and they make it look like you if you fall off you fall off and they're like lava, lava type yeah. thing, which was fun. And they had some big slides, but the funniest one was they had like a jungle gym maze type thing uh, slash several slides bounce house over on the side. So me and Mike. Being the kids at heart we are, we kept on eyeing this thing. And, and finally, we, yeah. We turned into five-year-olds. Yeah, we literally were the ones, because none of the other adults were going to be, they were like, everyone can go down, jump. And I was looking at Mike, and going, all right, let's go. And we <laughs> took off, and we wore, and we took off our shoes, and we went into this bounce house. Huge thing. And it's funny, because another friend of ours, he went into the, to the bounce house as well, or fun and, and adventurous and stuff like that. But the funny thing is, it's such a small area that we have a hard time like fitting through it all, because you have to... They you know, literally bend down and roll into certain sections of this thing because we're so much larger than the, what's the intended age, I guess you There, there was a couple uh, Winnie the Pooh yes. situations right there. Yes. Oh, bother. So, no, no honey in sight, though. So honey in sight. And so the worst part of all, at the end of this maze, as you come down, you have like these this little slide. And on the end of the slide is you have like these blow-up little pylons, I pylons, guess. Pylons, I guess. Yeah. And the idea is you don't see what's on the other side. So finally, I was like, well, heck, I'll go down that. That seems like fun. So I slide down, not knowing my other friend, who's literally my same size, was right on the other side of those pylons. So... I ran completely in, him out. <laughs> into him, and my feet were literally up in my mouth at that moment right there. And what's funny, and Mike doesn't know this, I actually broke my pinky toe. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah, I really broke my pinky oh, wow. toe. And I felt bad because I came back, and I was like, I'm fine, I'm fine. And after a couple of days, I'm like, wow, my foot is really sore. And then I finally was like, I looked down, and I showed it to Martha, and she's like, Oh, that's a little red. I was like, <laughs> I think I broke my pinky toe. And so I, I, yeah, I, I did. And that's now, why you respect the weight limit. That's why you respect the weight limit. Why well, well, she says, wait till everybody's clear before clear, you go yeah. down. So you and broke I, two rules. Yeah, I did. I broke two rules. I, I, it's a good thing I didn't go down head first is all I could say. That's true. I've really been in trouble right You're there. Nose and I, I felt so bad, too, because when I hit him, I knew I hurt him bad, too. And then I heard him go, oh, that. That's not cool. <laughs> and I was like, oh, sorry, man. Oh, I'm so sorry. 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 And I think that's why everyone realized I've broke my toe because I was like, are you okay? I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. And so it, we had a good time. It's funny because later on, uh, he was down there again uh, and I, I went to get down the slide. I said, fire in the hole. And I saw him scattered. <laughs> he got out of there. That's too funny. But no, we had a good time. I, I enjoyed that. Yeah, we're a five year old. I was like, hey, Jason, it's my turn to go down the slide. No! What are you doing? And it's funny because then we looked over and the kids are just sitting on the side like man yes yeah. marion it's my turn to go down yeah yeah it was fun it was fun and then the and then we did the big slide and that was fun too because they were fun. all scared to go up the big slide until i went up the big slide and then they like hey we'll jump on jason and he'll and we'll ride down on top of jason down this big slide and that was all right i enjoyed that that was fun you're basically a sled i literally became the sled and that's bud rosebud i told you i watched that the other day for the first time right i don't think you did 
Uh, um, Citizen Kane. I must call it Casablanca. Uh, that's all right. The difference is I hate Casablanca. Citizen, Citizen Kane was really good. I watched both for film class, and I, I I've the, never seen Casablanca. I'm saving up for it. I did the most cliche thing ever because I had a film class. I had one credit that I had to complete to get a uh, re- Regents bachelor's, uh-huh. and so I took one class at WVU, and it was a film watching class. See, I would love that. And it was remote, so I just did it on my computer. <sighs> But that. but we had to write a paper at like pick a scene out of one of the movies and write a thing about it. I literally wrote it about a scene from Citizen Kane, which I felt was like the most cliched thing I could do. But still, it was good. But I mean, but, but I wrote it and I, I got an A on it. And he it was like, "You you have a masterful eye for um, cinema." Oh, I was like, thank you. He confirmed it. Yes, I kind of knew that, but but did I really know that? Do you know of the the goof in that movie? Are you ready for this? All right, they reused footage from King Kong. When they made Citizen Kane in Skull Island, and in the background, it was just like an island scene or whatever. And of course, in the movie, Citizen's going out with his wife and all this kind of yeah. stuff. And if you look hard enough in that background, you can see pterodactyls <laughs> while they're walking around. And of course, it's hard to see because okay. A, it was black and white, but B, you know, they were just using stock footage. And that was one of the footage that was left over from the King Kong movie. one thought, and again, this is 1949. Yeah. So no one thought anyone's going to be rewatching this thing like a hundred times. Or, and That's true. They, they weren't expecting it to be the best movie of all time. Yeah. Well, you know. Now here's the thing: I did not know a lot of the uh, people with power back then at the time did not like Susan. Oh yeah, it was a bomb at the time because it's based on one of the huge newspaper people. Yep. And of course, newspapers and, was and, the main media. And that was the thing: he personally ran a smear campaign against it. Well, and he he refused to run any ads for the movie in yep. his papers. Which, yep. that's like half the country right there. Exactly right. So no one watched it, and they were kept on going. And his biggest thing is he wanted to have that film burned so that we'll never have. That's right. And how crazy is that? What's considered by most to be the greatest movie ever made? A financial disaster. It's just like yep. I think the Wizard of Oz. This is a disaster. Yeah, it was. But look at your top five greatest movies of all time, and I and I'll and I'll forgive me because I'll I'll try to remember off the top of my head here. Well, it's subjective too. Yes, but Citizen yeah. Kane is, is, well, is number, number one. Number you know, two, Wizard of Oz is, is probably in the top five. I would say. Yeah, Wizard of Oz is number ten. I'll jump all over. <laughs> um, and 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 it was a, it was a disaster when it came out. Yeah, believe it or not, it took no, I, I, it I took all the reruns and Christmas and all that kind of stuff for it to get popular. Again. Speaking of that, um, it's a Wonderful Life was the same way. It too. was a Wonderful Life was a major bomb to too. the point where, and again, people thought it was a it was an attack, and and you can see it now against the political system at yeah. the time because they felt it was being put on by a person who was a uh, was pro communism. Mm-hmm. If you've seen the Wonderful Life, the message is behind how. The main character is all for like a welfare system, and it helps people who are in need of the community. And how, because of his act of kindness and, and helping people out, uh, he's able to save the community. And then they show you the alternate reality where he doesn't exist, and because of money and corruption, the city goes down more. So it's got, and so so politicians are like, "This is a this is yeah. a blasphemy yeah, that, that against was, our country." That and was all. back when they were paranoid against communism. Exactly. So, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that makes that makes sense. You know why that got popular? in the end why is because bomb so bad that they let the copyright lapse <sighs> I and, and so so it was royalty free to, to play on television so they didn't have to pay royalties to play on television so I did hear that so it was a free movie to play yeah so eventually Jimmy Stewart bought the rights to it ah. and, and so it is, it is copyrighted now interesting yeah yeah. All right, all right, so that was a hell of a tangent just then no 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 but the, and then and then you can keep on following that tangent of those movies Godfather was is on that list yeah, top, but top. that was successful but that was successful that, so that was probably the, the first movie ever to cross 100 million. Yeah, 
And then Godfather 2, was, which some consider is even better than the first one. Yeah, I've heard that. And then what else is on top of that on that top ten list? Hang on. Let me think here. Um, Casablanca is always on there. Casablanca, it is, yes. Which, was that successful? Yeah, that one was. Gone with the Wind, which is considered uh, the yeah. most successful yes. movie ever made. Yes. But that's the funny thing about that movie. That one didn't do theaters like we do. It literally just went from town to town for like years and just kept on collecting money. Yeah, you know, up until like the last 30 years, movies basically just sat in theaters and played like on, for months and months. Yeah. Yeah. It's not like it is these days. Well, the first movie that had like the round-the-block lines and stuff like that was Star Wars. Mm-hmm. And that's the one that kind of brought people out in yeah, rows. Arguably Jaws, but... Jaws yeah. was the first summer blockbuster they yeah, talked about. Yeah, Because the thing with Star Wars is it had a very limited release. Oh, see, I didn't realize so, that. Yeah, it only, I think it only premiered in like five theaters. Really? Yeah, you have to... Do, do you not know the behind the scenes? No, I didn't realize that part. I, the only part I've always heard about is the lines around the block and people trying to go and see uh, it. All right, so we're getting too deep. But uh, Fox hated it so much they had only released it in like 10 theaters and they did some illegal maneuvering to get it in those 10 theaters because they basically said, uh, if you don't play this, we won't give you this other movie that's going to be a hit later on. Actually, an illegal thing to do, I, I guess, in Hollywood, but they did it anyway. So these 10 theaters like, okay, I guess we'll play it. And, and that's why it ended up having the lines because it was it only played in those 10 theaters, mm-hmm. I guess. I guess in California. Cool. And they you know, they just sold out the whole time they were playing. What was the last... i ask you a question. This is a legit question. So when, what was the last movie you kind of walked away and you were like, that is the... Like, made you feel like a 10-year-old again. Like, you're like, holy crap. That was It was nothing what you expected. And when you walked out, you were kind of like, that was crazy. Maybe Infinity War. Probably. But, but I don't know if my... My ten-year-old reaction to that would would have been completely different from my current reaction to that. Like I, I felt like I was like, okay, I can't wait for the next one. You know, that kind yeah, of, that kind of feeling. Um, but I would say probably yeah, the, the Infinity War movie kind of kicked it into a new level for me because they did the one thing you don't ever expect to happen. Mm-hmm. Spoilers: You haven't seen the Infinity War; it's almost a year old now. <laughs> but uh, the bad guy wins. Yeah. And you never see that, especially in a mainstream... And, and not only does he win, but he wins big in that movie. Yeah. Uh, we're so far down the tangent hole, I don't even know where, we, we, where, where we began. I don't. I didn't leave the breadcrumbs, so I don't think we're going to find our way back. Uh, that's okay. That's we're, cool. we're lost. Um, have you had any interaction with the Summer Saver yet? Because it's been cold for two, two days, and the, and the kids have been home, and they're like, do the Summer Saver. Oh! Are you talking about the little packages that they're supposed to do? And yeah, all this it's, kind it's of called stuff? the Summer Saver. I think that is complete garbage. What it does is it saves the summer. It's garbage, but you get your vacation days at the end of the year. Yeah, that's that's stupid. Here's my own take on it is, Mike, how many years did you go to school to become a teacher? Zero. Yes, me too. I'm, I'm practically a charter school based on the legislation that's coming through the state right now. Yes, pretty much. That's kind of my thing is I'm sitting here going, so again, and I'm not saying that we're not teachers. We don't need to do this. But I'm sitting here going, okay, so we're not, we're going to get our summer days back. I get that. But still, so I feel like the teachers still get the short end of the stick of this somehow. Does that does that make sense? Yeah, I, I got two schools of thought on that. Okay. I, I understand when they do it and it's cool. It, it's like a thing that you can do in five minutes and you can literally lie about half of it if you really wanted to we kind of did both of them in the last half hour before you got here so except for the one where you had to count how many bites you take when you have uh, lunch and of course we didn't start until tonight so it's gonna be dinner they literally have that okay go ahead yeah it's it's in there 
Okay. But, you know, you don't run into trouble at the end of the year because you didn't have enough days of education. That's that's fine. I get that. The work they give isn't too demanding. Now, if I had, like, a 10-year-old, I might have a different opinion about yeah. that. Yeah. On the other hand of that, you know, I'm paying taxes to have good schools to educate my kids. And, yeah. And I am not an educator, and I am not being paid by my own tax dollars to do this. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, that's that's the two angles of it. Yeah. That said, I'm kind of indifferent. It's, it's kind of amusing, I guess. It. And it kind of sucked because I realized yesterday that I couldn't find one of them. And if you don't do them, they count as, like, absent days. Oh, yeah, I so, so I was in a panic about that. And then, you know, Tracy being the, the riddle of my life that she is was like, hey, they got them on the, on the website for the schools you can just download. Oh. So, so she saved our butts. Oh, okay. And so everything's cool there. But eh, they're, they're funny. Yeah. Um, and they are pretty lame. I, I don't agree with I I, I I prefer an actual teacher to my own. Uh, like, like what I would have found interesting, maybe I expect too much, but we are getting closer and closer to the world in which everyone will have high-speed internet, no matter where you live and stuff like right. that. And I see something like this working if, I hate to use my college classes, of course, but it's almost like a webinar type thing. Where everyone logs in. I don't know how that would be having you know, like thirty students logging yeah. into a webinar, and I'm sure you would just silence most of them. But at least you got the teacher up there teaching in her bathrobe or whatever, yeah. and doing like an hour or two of work, counting it at a school, and then they're, they're everyone's done for the day or something like that. I see that being much more effective than just here's a pack of work. Good luck. We'll see you next week. Yeah, I got two different feelings on that. Like okay, go ahead. like one. I was someone who did not care to do homework. When I was a kid, yes, like, like I had, I did not care about my future, but you know, now, to be fair, I do care about her future more than I cared about my own. Sure, you know, I'm not someone who can be expected to make sure the homework is done because I never made sure it was done in my own life. I just got by on my own smarts. Like I, I could pick up on things real quick and pass tests based on that. Homework I hardly ever got done. Yeah. So there was that second point, and this is a little bit unrelated, but my, my feeling towards college, college is completely ridiculous. Sure. So, so and I got a whole tirade on that I'm not even going to get into. No, no, I, this is what these are for. <laughs> Please tell me, Mr. Mallow, why is college ridiculous? It's, it's all bureaucracy. Yes. At, at this point, unless you're going to be a scientist or a lawyer or a environmental lawyer, which is also kind of like being a scientist and a lawyer at the same time. So the, no, no, it, it's the, it's and, the Marshall and I guess, I met your mother. Yeah, sure. <laughs> I, I guess I uh, doctors kind of included in their science. If you're not going into science or law or maybe engineering, let's let's add that one. Yeah, I can see engineering. Yeah. Every other thing you can learn by watching YouTube videos. In my adult life, I've gotten more of an education from YouTube than I have from attending college classes. You know what? Doing college classes, storyboard. <laughs> yes. Or, or write uh, outlines to stories that I wanted to, to make. Really? Yeah. And it's like, uh, I, I took a class on Flash Animation. I went the first day, I learned the basics that first day, and then I didn't go back to class till the final. And how'd you do? I got a B. There you go. Because I was like, okay, I, I found out what I want to know. I'm, and I, I went home and I just, I started making Flash videos at that point. Really? And I have several series you know, to this day that have had over 30,000 views. But it wasn't monetized, so it wouldn't have mattered, I guess. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But still, it's one of those things. I, the problem, and here's the problem with the world we live in. Everyone's got a college degree. Yeah. And and if you want to... Job-wise, you got to have Job-wise. And that's where the bureaucracy thing comes in. Yeah. You have to have... It, it's pretty much... Because that, I don't know, essentially, that's bullshit. Yeah. 
Yeah, and it's and it's one of those things, especially where we live. If you don't have a college degree around here, then you're doing just manual labor all day long. Yeah, exactly. And you got got to have that, or you got to have a reputation. You got to have a reputation. Yeah, which I just let mine on fire last week, so I don't technically have that right well, now. Well, yeah. I, I have the smoldering ashes of my reputation. Oh, you'll be fine. But that's the thing about the uh, about the college is, and it's interesting because I, I actually do enjoy college. I actually I enjoy classes for me that actually makes me consider things and everything consider pushes you know actually educates me and stuff like that that's why i enjoy my masters i think the most between all my college classes or i call i would take a class ironically that i was like why are you taking this class this is a uh, elective for some sort of uh, psychology and i'm like i don't know i just needed a class in psychology and i picked this so it seemed fun and, and they're like okay well all these are working on a degree but we'll, 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 we'll help you out and i actually got a whole lot out of those classes i found them kind of interesting not my norm and all that and but Besides that, yeah, you're right. It's it's a lot of repetitiveness. You go to class, you figure out how to pass your class. I remember, you know, figuring out what type of classes you can, can miss or how late you can go into a class and be okay, you know, that kind yeah. of stuff. Or everyone in college would try to set up your college classes so you didn't have any classes on Monday or Friday and you just book it for Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday so you can have a four-day weekend. And who... What's that teach you? You know yeah, what I'm saying? Exactly. I mean, that's the that's the thing about it. Sorry. Uh, well, to loop it back into the original conversation about uh, Citizen Kane. Yes. Oh, yes. Is and this is what turned me against college. Is, is I went to graduate from uh, this is Fairmont State. I'm gonna call them out on this. Okay. For design, I was supposed to have a bachelor's in design. I applied to graduate. They turned me down and like, no, you need to do this. So I did that thing. Applied again. They're like, no, you got to do this now too. And I ended up applying three times. And I got turned down every single time. By the third time, I gave up. Really? Like, and I mean, they wouldn't give me anything. And to, to his credit, my boss at the time uh, called my professor and got it worked out to where I could get an associate's. Okay. Which I already had an associate's because that didn't really do me a whole lot of good. So I was just like, F it. I'm not fooling with it anymore. So mm-hmm. it took me eight years to finally be like, well, maybe I should try to get something. And I found out about uh, WU's Regents Bachelor's Program. Okay. And that's when they're like, oh, yeah, you just need one class based on the credits you have, and we'll give you the, the bachelor's. I'm like, well, let's do that. Really? Let's watch some movies. And boom, that was it. And so, well, that's kind of cool. And he, and, he, and he did it with so, Citizen So Kane. WVU saved the day. Of course they do. So this episode is sponsored by WVU. And Please pump, send us some fun. Pump it up in Harrisonburg. <laughs> and Oinky the uh, Banking Pig. Uh, our new mascot. I actually recorded the commercial at the beginning of this episode for that. Did you? Yeah, I did it yesterday. <laughs> so, so that'll lead in. <laughs> So, Just us selling our, our advertisement? Mr. Oinky's going places. <laughs> he will be the mascot of a bank. I believe you. And I'll have a shiny new laptop. I know. I know. I feel like I'm getting the short end of the stick of this. I should cut you in on something like that. Yeah, but it's okay. It's fine. It's fine. If, if they provide bonus money on top of that, yeah, because they can have high bidders. They could be like, here's a laptop and four grand. Like, here you go, Jason. You can have that grand part of it. Ah. I'll take the laptop because yeah. the laptop itself is four grand. But, uh, <laughs> no, but I, I, I just kind of, I think it's kind of like, I, I think it's funny that, that you were able to come up with a new marketable idea and you're actually out there pushing it. It's nice. It's good. Well, I've had that in my mind for months. Really? I was going to do it anyways. That, that's, that's the funny thing about it. So that, that just came up organically where I was like, okay, I already have this concept. Yeah. And you and, just look, you had the right and, nudge, which was the new logo. And I'd, by that point, I had actually done research to make sure there was no other Mr. Oinkies out there. <laughs> and they're not. He is the sole Mr. Oinkie. Have you copyrighted? Copy. Well, it's, yeah, it's it's copyrighted. Well, technically, it's copyrighted anyways because I can prove that I, I'm the first person to of it. Yeah, I mean, it's good to have a legit copyright, but you know, we'll let, yeah. the, we'll let the banks worry about that. 
Yeah. Well, it worked out for Edison. Yeah, exactly. And Edison, Einstein. Yeah, I'm just saying, I'm more of a Tesla, anyways. <laughs> so this has been West by Pod. Uh, check out our other uh, podcasts. Word from the mountaintop. Yep, I just actually put one out yesterday, and I, I listened to it on the way home. At, and I enjoyed it, and I'll tell you why. Why? Because it's it's about Jesus turning water into wine. That's right. My mom, hugely religious person, and the one thing she I've ever heard a dispute about the Bible is she could not believe that he would make alcohol. Why? Why is that like a well, shocking? Well, she's a very anti-alcohol. Oh, okay. But uh, I like how they had like the scientific reason behind why. Yeah. It would be alcohol. Yeah. Because yeah. it's a it's a nice city. Well, because it wasn't safe to drink water exactly. if you're from another town going to somewhere else. Yeah. So it made perfect sense. So I, I like that aspect of it. Mm-hmm. But also they talk about canned food stuff at the end about uh, donating food. And I, I think that's something everybody should do. Mm-hmm. I and, and I think that's something I'll probably start to do as well. Mm-hmm. So and, and it, was, it wasn't even like, hey, you should donate food. They were just talking about how they you know run, run low sometimes. And yeah. I got to thinking about that. I was like, yeah, I think I'm going to... I'm going to start uh, get some extra stuff at Costco when I go. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That kind of thing. So they, they're turning me into better people. That's good. That's yeah. a good way to That's be. That's kind of the whole point. That's kind of the whole point yeah. of that. No, I, I, um, I've been going through and just adding episodes and doing things, and it's been it's been good. Martha keeps on telling me we need to add more to the show, and I keep on going, I don't think you do because you just want to get the message in mm-hmm. and you want to get it out because people have, it's like our podcast, you want to just keep it kind of short and sweet and to the point. Yeah, I try to keep it under a half hour if I can. Yeah, this, and I think that's perfect. This will make it run long, I'm not sure. No, no, you'll cut out, cut out all my movie <laughs> stuff, will be fine. I cut out more last week than I wanted to. This is like what's by pod behind the scenes. Yeah. Is... Oh, you know, we we don't record the intro until like halfway through the conversation. Yeah. So I got to take that and cut it back at the beginning. Then I got to find a way to lead everything into that. Yes. Yeah. It's fun. So, I love doing the video editing. And then, then I got to find a cold open too. Yes. Yeah. Though I've got the Mr. Oinky this week if I can't find anything. Or you talk about the guy smoking pot. Yeah. That's why I was just like, oh, okay. Don't be a narc, Jason. Yeah. Oh. So anyways. And the other one is uh, RGCWV mm-hmm. uh, that our friend Luke Hersey produces and uh, mike occasionally hosts and i occasionally guess i am hosting this coming week oh very um, nice what are y'all talking we, about we did a radiohead episode i've never been a radiohead we were in computer class in high school and i got him into it there because i like their early stuff and mm. I, I still like them but they they were great back in the 90s and the only radiohead thing that cracks me up is still the south park episode when they showed up for where Scott Timmerman eats his parents or whatever. Oh, yeah. And Radiohead comes up and they're like, quit crying, you little cry baby. It's not that bad. <laughs> so. Um, if my, my entry point to Radiohead was the music video for the song called Just. Oh. And I recommend you watch that because the narrative of that, it, it, it gets you at the end. Okay. Because you're, you're trying to figure out what's going on with this mystery and then like it. The mystery solved. And it, it's well, good. well you, you never really figure it out. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, thanks for uh, having us and uh, putting us in your ear holes. I'm not sure if I say that grammatically correct, but... It sounds great to me. It's a a catch. Yeah. It's a hook. It's a hook. Guys, have a good week. Yeah, have a good week. We'll talk to you next time. Boom. Finger gun, finger gun.